where you will find out mm -hmm. what you're made of. Your true potential is discovered when you're at rock bottom. There's always going to be alpha always, males. Always, always. It's just nature. It's also, I think it's practical to have meaning in your life. Anybody who says they know what God is is talking bullshit. Yeah. I agree with social media in the case that you can see two points of view. Young people look up to these people, and these people you should not be looking up to. Also, if that's possible in our lifetime, how do we know that hasn't already happened? Yeah. Hey guys, today's episode 10 and I sit down with Rika Sakavati, a fitness and health student and personal trainer. We discuss the topic of diet, more specifically is being vegan healthy. We look at cases such as Jordan Peterson and Michaela Peterson, who are both on a beef only diet and how that works for them. We also discuss many topics of philosophy and delve deep into the questions like, is there a God? Can killing be justified? And are we living in a simulation? Here's the podcast. So... Thanks for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, where I want to start is basically where you're starting your career now, okay. which is personal training. Yeah. And I want to, basically I want to have a bit of background information, why you started personal training, what you're getting out of it, mm -hmm. basically, and yeah. what someone else can get out of it. Okay, yeah. So um, I've always played sports my whole life, mm. so like, always, like, like most boys in UK just start with football when yeah, you're younger play with your so. mates yeah, yeah. Um, then yeah I, I played different sports um, f as I grew up like so I did swimming mm. uh, martial arts uh, cricket tennis and now I'm playing rugby um, and I got into the gym through rugby just for well you know watching the uh, you know England play or wasps play or mm. um, you know the boys I thought you know they're big lats they've got big shoulders big arms yeah. big legs I thought I'll join the gym mm -hmm. I'll get that done as well I kind of fell in love with the gym. Um, I love the feeling of, you know, going in, working hard for an hour and then getting out. Um, and yeah, from there, I, you know, um, I had a few jobs before, but then I ended up working for my local gym mm. uh, where they also offered a personal training course. Yeah. Um, so I thought, you know what, it's a good, uh, I, I like training. Um, mm -hmm. When I train with my mates, I like giving them tips. And so I'd, probably like to do this as a career um yeah for a little while so it's sort of a, it was a natural progression yeah it was a, a natural progression it wasn't like i've always wanted to do it um, yeah but like it was something you sort of stumbled across yeah 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 and i thought this is this is probably right for me yeah. um, this is what i like to be doing mm -hmm. um so i did my qualifications got um, my level two and three um and then um so yeah now working as a personal trainer um yeah. You know, just building up clients and mm. um, doing all of that. So what you can get from personal training, I guess you can split it into two categories, mm -hmm. what I yeah. get and then what someone else gets. Go on then, um, so down. for me, um, what I get is I'm talking to, you know, like 10, 15 people, different 10, mm. 15 different people um, a week, like three, three, two or three times a week. Yeah. yeah. So and these People are all from different walks of life. Mm -hmm. They're all from different, um, you know, parts of the country, parts of the world. Um, 
you know, just talking with them, even if, it's, if even if it's asking, oh, what do you do for a job? And then asking what that actually is. Yeah. It's just, it's giving me something that I wouldn't have usually, or I wouldn't have gone out myself and tried to learn mm. about. Um, so yeah, I'm just getting random pieces of knowledge uh, every single day. Um, and it's, it's quite good. Um, so, you know, it could come in handy later on down the line if I become interested in something mm. like that. And it's also good for networking as well. True. Yeah, so because I'm talking to so many different people and, you know, a lot of these people are um, successful in their lives already. Mm. Um, they've got like a stable life and they've got a good job and they know other people. So, you know, it, it is an opportunity for networking. It's about building that spider's web. Exactly. I yeah. want to come back to that point on... Uh, Part of the reason you got into certain sports was because you looked at rugby players, for example, and you wanted to be like them. Yeah. How important do you think it is to have an idol or someone you, you follow? Because pretty much the number one reason I got into the gym was because of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, massively important to have an idol or not an idol, but maybe someone you look up to. Yeah. Um, like Yeah, like a figure. Yeah. Yeah. So there are loads of people and it, that's not just with fitness that's with mm. everything in life like yeah. business you can yeah. have someone to look up to um, yeah, exactly. somewhere to aim um yeah. you know there's like people like christian guzman like he's mm. 24 and he's he's making millions Is he 24? Right now. yeah i think so he's quite young that's crazy yeah um and he's making so much money and yeah. he's just doing always something working. he loves as well exactly. which is the main yeah. part isn't it that's the main point yeah so as like you know it doesn't have to be an idol it doesn't have to be someone you worship yeah. or something like that but it's some it's good to have a goal and mm. someone to associate with that goal yeah um but i also think eventually you should end up becoming your own idol you should become your own goal yeah. your f next five years mm. your next 10 years so you have to think what am i going to be doing in the next five years and then think well when i look back i want mm. me in five years yeah. to be my idol, to be my goal, to be the person I look up to and strive to be like. It's a good point. And you're never going to be like yourself in five years no. because you're always going to want more as well. It was um, Matthew McConaughey. Mm, I was about to it? bring this up. Yeah, I was about to bring this up. Similar. This, that, this is where I got that from. So, um, And it just when he said it, it was like, really connected with me. Mm. So he said that, the person he looks up to is himself in five years. Yeah. And that's like that's exactly what I started doing now. Like, what am I going to be doing in five mm. years and how am I going to achieve that? Well, the way I look at it, you shouldn't be able to recognize like, you shouldn't be able to recognize yourself six months on. Yeah. yeah. Every six month period you should look back and go, I don't recognise that person six months ago. Mm. In a good way. You should be like, I've seriously got better yeah. from that person. Like I've developed so much. Exactly. Yeah. And like you don't have to get like massive gains no, in no, no. Um, six months or a year's time. Like any small thing that's mm. like taking a step towards the goal you want to reach, yeah. or the, um, the the aim you have in mind. Mm. That that's progress. Progress is progress, and well, pro yeah. I mean, <clears throat> sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but progress is everything. Exactly. But what's interesting about progress is, I'm not sure it's it's the same in your field, but. Um, I think it's the same in business, same in the gym. Yeah. What I used to do is every single session in the gym, every day, mm -hmm. you add on like one kilo yeah. every single day. And eventually over six months, you've gone up like 50 kilograms or something crazy Yeah, in your, in your bench or squat or wherever. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just you're adding on lit little bits every day. Same in the business world. If you do one thing every day for your business, it will grow over time. Yeah. That being said, that's true. But... 
what I would also say is that sometimes that one one kilo mm. or that one extra step every single day will be a little bit too much and you will come crashing back down. But then that's where you where your true character is uh, discovered. That's like where that. you will find out mm-hmm. what you're made of and how you know you can bounce back from something that's going to try and drag you down. Yeah, That's how like your true potential is discovered when you're at rock bottom and you're like not doing well. That's true. It's very, very easy to be happy and to yeah. give to others and yeah, to just general be generally be in a high frequency when life's going good. But when life gets bad, because yeah. it will get bad at some point for you, mm-hmm. and I'm talking rock button, like when <laughs> when, when you've lost your job, when you've lost your girlfriend, when when everything's been tipped upside down, yeah. how are you going to react? Because how you react there is the most important part of your character yeah exactly yeah that i believe completely that you won't know anyone's true character Mm. or their true um, what they can truly achieve in life until they've hit a low point Mm. and i don't believe you can ever reach your true potential without hitting your low points without failing good point failure is the best way to success Mm. in my opinion yeah um we've got loads of loads of questions here that we wrote down before because Mm -hmm. Both you and I like to talk about big questions, yeah. which is what this whole podcast is going to be based on. You know, like, is there a God? Is there evil? Um, really, really cool stuff. But before we get into that, yeah, sort of based on personal training, I wanted to talk okay. about diets. Yeah. Not just like, not just like, I don't know, paleo diets or whatever, like what's good for you. Okay. But I wanted to talk about, first of all, vegetarian and vegan diets. Okay. Obviously, they're trending today because I I, th- I think being vegan is partly a trend, but also to some extent is a good movement in the like moral sense. But you've got some ideas on this, yeah. And I want to hear them. I, I think the audience wants to hear what your views are on vegan vegetarian diets. Yeah. So um, vegetarian, I like some days. Technically, I am vegetarian. I yeah. don't eat meat some days, but mm-hmm. that's not out of choice. <laughs> it's just because. That day, I just happened not to have eaten meat. Mm, I might yeah. have had eggs instead. Yeah. With my vegan diet, from the moral standpoint, Mostly, yeah, you can't disagree with it. It's all done well for most, for the most part. It's mm. all done mm. in the goodwill for animals and the environment. And yeah. Yeah. there are lots of strong cases for v- vegan diets. Yeah, I mean, some people do it purely for the environment. For exactly, example, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it is, it is true. Like. Um, producing milk or mm. cheese mm. it takes so much energy and that energy is made by burning coal or yeah. Um, yeah. you know using lots of like fossil fuels or unrenewable uh, resources True. which is just fucking with the environment yeah. <laughs> um so yeah from that point vegan diets are great and they're like they can be healthy for your diet as mm-hmm. well um but what i have an issue with is firstly one thing from a performance standpoint Mm -hmm. if you're an elite athlete or if you're striving to be an elite athlete then you're going to be better fueled yeah without a vegan diet it's so hard to get the protein in and i know vegans will go oh no it's it is easy to get your um, protein Mm -hmm. in but realistically it's a lot easier to go to the shop buy a chicken breast Oh, yeah. Come home and cook yeah. it rather than having mm. to go and it's look. Convenient, yeah. Yeah, conven- more convenient, 
easier, especially for athletes that, you know, they're training mm. six six hours a day. Mm. Then they're doing like that. On top of that, they're doing mobility and then yeah. like, you know, you know, for rugby players, it's like game match reviews and stuff. They don't have time yeah. to have to research how much protein does lentils have or how many proteins yeah. do kidney beans have. Yeah. It's easy to just get a fucking ch- chicken breast in yeah. and just yeah. like get it down your throat. It's especially hard for vegans because you think about it, even a protein shake they can't have yeah. because it's basically just exactly. milk in powder form. Yeah. Um, another, another issue I have with vegan diets yeah, yeah. is that so that was one point from the performance from yeah. like just my personal standpoint uh-huh. it's the lies that come with it okay. and obviously not all vegans i'm not saying all vegans are, mm. but that there are mm. a group of people who yeah. are vegans who do make up just complete lies about like okay like what why it is um it was the one that eggs are five eggs are worse than five cigarettes it's on it. There's a Netflix documentary that really? says this. Yeah, it's about, um, I forgot what it's called, but in the documentary it said five eggs are worse than five cigarettes. See, I don't know how you can justify that. I, d- I don't know how they did justify it, to be honest. Um, but obviously it's a complete lie. Yeah, like yeah. You, wouldn't, you, yeah. you wouldn't say to your grandma, Grant, here you go, have five cigarettes. You can't have these eggs. They're going to yeah. kill you. Whereas have these cigarettes. Think about stuff. everything that comes with a cigarette. You've got the nicotine, you've got the tar that's yeah. building up your exactly, lungs. It's yeah. carcinogenic. Like, and come then, on. Yeah, exactly. And eggs, the worst part is probably it's got a little bit too much fat in if you have the whole egg. And well, if you have too you many eggs. you get tons of minerals. That's the thing. That's, that, that, see, I've always wondered, maybe that's something that vegans might lack as well, is certain minerals. Obviously, there's the issue of vitamin B12. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, that's true. Um, I recently went um away and i was surrounded by a lot of people that were vegans Mm -hmm. and they themselves said to me that they find it hard getting the micronutrients in yeah they said it's easy to get the protein in Mm -hmm. like we're eating lentils every day or kidney beans or and they said they've got a variety in their Mm -hmm. food and stuff like that and which i completely believe them i'm I'm not saying they're lying but they said they have to take so many tablets um, like B12 tablets or probably, probably iron as well yeah iron as well yeah. like, they, that's what they um, told me the iron levels were low at one point mm. um, but I think before you do decide to become vegan definitely do so much research because yeah. people think that yeah. it's just protein carbs <coughs> and fat that minerals, yeah, minerals so many and vitamins exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah, vegan just doesn't sit with me. But I yeah. could probably be vegetarian, just not right now. Yeah, see, I tried it. I tried being vegetarian for, I think, I want to say a year. Yeah. And then I switched back to eating meat. And then I went on another cycle for about four or five months. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important for people to try it. Yeah. Because different, the way that I see things is your body or everybody's body in the world isn't a one-fits-all system. Yeah. Just like the education system, it's not one. F- you need to see what works for your body. Yeah. Because we both know of one case, Jordan Peterson, sure. where he, well, he was ill, mm-hmm. depressed, yeah. as well as his daughter, Michaela. Um, she had all sort of autoimmune, autoimmune diseases, mm-hmm. very severe clinical depression. And they did a, an elimination diet. For those who don't know, an, elimida- an elimination diet, it's basically you take one thing out of your diet at a time. And then eventually you find out what's causing the problem. Mm-hmm. So they got to a point where <laughs> they literally got to eat beef only yeah. for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And 
crazily enough, as crazy as it sounds, um, their depression went. Mm-hmm. All the diseases, all the immort- uh, autoimmune diseases went away. Their skin cleared. Like everything just worked for them. Yeah. Now, obviously, can you able to hit record? Obviously, cheers. <laughs> that's not going to work for everyone. So, if you eat beef only, for some people, that's not going to work. It's it's a top right red button, uh, just over. Uh, your yep, perfect. Yeah, so obviously eating beef only for some people just won't work. Yeah, their body would probably shut down. Okay, but it's probably you know veganism probably works for some people but not for others. Yeah, and this is the thing I think you should try different things. And one thing that I I also saw um, was we both follow follow Elliot Hulse. Yeah, right? and he talks about there are certain tribes in the world, like in Hawaii, like the Mazaymara tribe in Kenya. Yeah who literally live off animal meat and animal fat, and they have no um, no heart diseases. There are no cases of heart disease. They are healthy people that live to a ripe old age. And genuinely, they just have a healthy body. They've got no shit running chemicals in their blood or anything yeah. like that. Um, but I have one problem with that, is that, yes, it, it could be, well, I think it is related to the diet 100%, but it's also their lifestyle that's different. And that's the thing, you have to have the balance of both. Yeah, and not only just their lifestyle, but there's so many variables you have to take into account. So Masamara, mm-hmm. the, the climate they're living in. True. The, yeah. the amount of diseases that are there. Mm. Maybe those diseases or those um, maybe insects that carry the diseases, vectors, um, are more attracted to certain foods. Yeah. So maybe they like drop onto maybe, let's say, beef, for example. I don't know what they actually yeah. eat, yeah, but yeah. beef rather than chicken. So if they like start eating more chicken let's mm. say then there's then that chicken is less diseased yeah so there so you have to take in account loads and loads of variables mm-hmm. um just like with everything um yeah. and stuff like that it's not just a like just because we change the diet it doesn't mm. mean that yeah. so it could be like a something higher doing it but yeah just like uh with let's say a car um if you take away one part of the car yeah the car's not going to work. True. But it might not affect that part of the car. It might be affecting something else in the car. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, like, just like if you take away all this petrol, the wheels aren't going to move. It's not going to affect the tank mm. that's not got petrol in that's it. That's a good point. It's going to affect the wheels. That's not going to move or the um, engine. So, you have to take into account, like, other variables just rather than just the diet. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, obviously, they could have done other stuff that mm. the scientists or the researchers just didn't take into account um, or that they just weren't aware of. Um, but yeah, definitely go into, re- like, do your research yeah. before you change up your diet just like that. Yeah. Um, because, like, you could find that you might be, compl- your body might just completely shut down. So like with Jordan Peterson, yeah. he's com- just eating meat, just eating beef. Yeah. Um, for some people that won't work. Yeah. For him, it obviously worked. Yeah. Um, he doesn't recommend it, mm. but he doesn't oppose it either. He's just yeah. putting it out yeah, there yeah. that this is what happened to me. This is yeah. what I did. And this is how I feel now. And likewise with his daughter. But yeah, definitely do your uh, research. Yeah. I mean, it might be worth, you know, getting like a blood test at your GP or something yeah. like that. 
Cause, always cause talk to your doctor. Always, yeah. always talk yeah. to your doctor. Google won't. <laughs> Google yeah. will not know your blood type. It won't know yeah, everything about your body. So. Doctors do five, six years in medical school. Yeah. They've got the highest grades in the countries. They've got like the smartest brains in the countries, yeah. um, in all countries, and they know what they're talking about. The research has been done. Yeah. Um, don't think you're better than your doctor. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, um, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, but I think it's also part of just trying it as well. Like, like even if it's like a 30-day trial yeah. thing. Because um, what I experienced coming off vegetarianism and onto vegetarianism, there was no change in my body. Okay. Like, it, it literally did no difference. I didn't feel depleted of energy on both sides. Didn't feel any difference at all. Yeah. I didn't feel healthier in one diet than the other. It was literally the same. Yeah. But there's always room to yeah. try things. Like yeah, just you try shouldn't it. dismiss something without trying Absolutely. it. I think like um, I haven't tried to be vegetarian, but I have been vegetarian. Mm. If you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I just haven't eaten meat that day or something. Mm. Um, or that week just hasn't been very like the meat content's been low. Yeah. But yeah, definitely try stuff. Um, I wouldn't try veganism until probably later on in my life when I've stopped wanting to play at a, like a good standard Top of, level, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair of point. sport. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely open-minded with mm. trying new things. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and I wouldn't dismiss something without trying it either. Yeah. So I haven't tried veganism, so I'm not going to completely dismiss it. Mm. But um, let's say if it was on a scale of 10, nine out of 10 times I wouldn't try it yeah not just yet anyway one more point before we move on to the philosophy questions cool is I work out pretty much first thing in the morning as soon as I wake up you wouldn't recommend that to some people tell me why someone who's listening now who yeah. goes to the gym in the morning why is that not such a great idea yeah so in terms of performance yeah if you want to perform at the gym I wouldn't go as soon as you wake up you yeah. can go in the morning yeah if you want to go at six o'clock in the morning wake up at four o'clock in the morning get out of bed move around do your stuff because so there's a reason why you're taller in the mornings than you are just before you go to sleep when you're lying down for 12 or sometimes 12 hours you know between six and 12 hours most people sleep um your spine your discs between your spine elongates, elongate yeah. so therefore you're taller mm. But as a general rule of thumb, things that are longer are usually weaker. So a longer pencil Easier can be snap, snap yeah. than a shorter pencil. Um, just like with shorter muscles, they're stronger than longer muscles mm. generally. Mm. So yeah, loading a weight through your spine mm. in the morning yeah. and not just even in the morning. So if you, I, when I say the morning, I mean as soon as you wake up, basically. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't go get up, get out about, get out of bed, go have breakfast, and then go to the gym. Firstly, because you shouldn't have, you shouldn't be eating mm. like just before you go to the gym. Mm. And secondly, because of that spine, yeah. If it's elongated, it's in a weak position. You put load through it, then you're increasing your risk of injury, and then you won't be able to go to the gym in the morning. But I do yeah. understand why people go to the gym in the morning. Yeah. But if you want to go and if you want to perform at the gym... Yeah, um, and, and get best results. Well, best optimal results, results optimal really. results for yeah. yourself and stay... Like, the increase the likelihood of you staying injury-free. Yeah. Wake up two hours earlier. Mm. Do some work. Do something else. That's a good point. 
um, do something productive in them two hours, plan your session, mm. let your spine get back to normal, yeah. hour and a half, two hours, then go to the gym. Yeah. Then you'll be a lot, trust me, you'll be a lot stronger and a lot less likely to injure yourself. Cool. What are your thoughts on stretching? Before, after, at all? So, yeah, there's stretching, there's flexibility and then there's mobility. Mm -hmm. So flexibility is just being able to, um, the, it's the uh, um, range of motion about a joint, right? So how how much you can move around your joints. Yeah. So your hips, your shoulders, yeah. your knees. Yeah. Um, mobility is flexibility with strength. Okay. So how flexible you can be while you're put under a certain load or pressure. Yeah. So with stretching, I wouldn't stretch for flexibility before you train. I would do mobility and that includes stuff like lunges, squats, um, okay, so body weight stuff. Yeah, so you're holding it for... The difference is you're moving. Moving more, yeah. yeah. So dynamic mm -hmm. uh, stretching, if you will. Um, wouldn't hold it for more than six seconds. Yeah. Um, just because you hold it for more than six seconds, your um, the power, let's say, from your muscles will completely um, go down. Mm -hmm. as, uh, so because you don't want your... Because you want your muscles to stay um, more elastic, uh, less elastic, because okay. it produces more force. I right? see. So yeah. if they're more elastic, yeah. then they're not going to produce more force. So think about a, a rubber band. Mm. If it's like a warmer rubber band, yeah. is not going to ping as far. True. A colder one that's like a little bit tighter yeah. will ping probably a little bit further. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's really, it is important to keep flexible, keep yeah. mobile, because yeah. then that's like, again... So then you're not walking around like this massive You're not boulder. walking like that, yeah. yeah. And just yeah. Oh, trying to fit through doors yeah, and stuff. Yeah, all tense. And um, yeah. it helps you keep um, injury-free as well. I yeah. didn't stretch for ages. And six months ago, I was like, oh, I really need to start because I, yeah. I get out of bed yeah. and I have to bloody like... Um, well, lift my leg out the of doms, bed. It's the DOMS, it's the lactic acid that builds yeah, up. Yeah, it's not just that. It's just like... Like I just was stiff oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like my back was hurting all the time, and I had to like drag my leg out of mm. bed. Like my hips were so tight. Jesus. Everything was yeah. I was <laughs> terrible because I was playing rugby as well, like two yeah. times a week. So yeah. I was doing that, and I was trying to do all this gym as well. So mm. I wasn't getting much rest. But I tried. Uh, I've been trying to uh, get more mobile. I have, and yeah. it's done me the world of good. Like definitely, like I feel more like. Yeah. That I can move better. You don't want to be good at just strength. You don't want to be good at just running. You sort of want to have it all. You want to have strength, mobility, flexibility, everything. Yeah. Train everything prepared for anything. Yeah. That's a good quote that I, I like found. That. And I keep that in my mind. So. Training for life. Training for <laughs> life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anything could happen. Yeah. All right. I, I want to get Yeah, let's get stuck in. Yeah. Into, into this. Uh, the biggest question, if someone thinks of philosophy is probably, is there a God? Hard to answer. First, the reason that is the hardest question to answer is because everybody has this different definition of God in their head. Yeah, I agree. So it, it's, like a, it's like a closed question because mm. you're, you're sort of like, it's more like, do you believe in my God? Yeah, it, that question is the, like, is a trick question. Yeah. Almost, because 
people want you to answer yes and no. Yeah. That's the only answer you can really give. It's not that simple. But it isn't that simple, exactly. Because everyone's got their own definition of God. Mm. And God is personal to everyone. I don't believe in that there's an energy or that there's a Mm. being or there's like a man in the sky. Yeah. I think a lot of people have moved past the man in the sky thing and moved on to maybe like an energy or like a being or something. That's big right now. People always say, I'm spiritual, but I don't believe in a God. Yeah. Lots of people are saying that today. I think it's important to be spiritual. Mm. Um, But I I don't believe in God at the moment. Maybe I will soon. Um, I'm not sure. I'd like to. Mm. Um, mm. F- God for me is everything good that we do. Okay. So when we speak of God and what is God, everyone says, "Oh, omnibenevolent, all loving, mm. omnipotent, all powerful," and like you know, He's merciful, He's kind, He's um, you say it like, "What was Jesus like?" Jesus was kind, He was respectful, patient, he, whatever. Yeah, yeah. patient. Yeah. He didn't judge people like. His best friend was a prostitute. So he didn't judge people and stuff <laughs> like that. So, um, yeah. And that's the kind of person you want to strive to be like. So people yeah. want to. Yeah. So for me, God is everything that we do good. Mm-hmm. When um, when we like help someone cross the road, let's say, or help someone with their bags or something, that's good stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. That fills our, let's say, soul. Yeah. Um, with like, let's say, like we are sold as like a P rank. We put like a coin in it every okay. time we do something. So, yeah. it like it gives us a little bit of, it makes us feel good. Okay. And then, that's what I think God is for me. Okay. Everything good that I do. It's and an interesting perspective. I've never heard of someone talk about God like that. Yeah. Well, I I only say that just because I don't believe in energy, but I do want to believe in God. Yeah. But like, I can't believe, like, I I just, I can't comprehend it yet. And I don't think anyone, if God is real, can comprehend it. Anybody who says they know what God is, is talking bullshit. Yeah. Because nobody knows what God is. You can spend your whole life reading, doing your, uh, like, like praying and stuff like that. Yeah. It's still going to be a mystery for everyone until you know, you know. Mm. Um, And that's the, that's obviously the belief part in it. Yeah. People that believe, they really believe yeah. that God exists. And and I don't think anyone should dismiss it because obviously yeah. there's no evidence that yeah. he's not, that God yeah. doesn't ex- yeah. exist, but there's no evidence that he does as well. So if I was going to say, I, I wouldn't say I 100% dismiss God at mm. all. Like mm. I'm completely open to believing in God. Yeah. And, like, and it's like, a, it's a, it's not like a it'll happen like that. You don't read the Bible and you're like, oh, I believe in God. It's a process. It's in very your life. personal. It's yeah. very personal, yeah. And yeah, so I'd say six out of seven, I don't okay. believe in God. Okay, that's pretty specific. Six out of yeah. seven, six out of seven days. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, like I wouldn't say I believe in God, quote unquote. What I do believe in is the universe, and I think it's just it's a crazy mystery that we don't know. But again, like it's it's something you shouldn't dismiss. And yeah. religion is dying. No, religion is good. Opinion. I yeah, yeah. completely agree with yeah. religion. Obviously, yeah. a lot of the stuff like you know in Islam or Christianity is outdated. Yeah. Um, and that fit. So religion for me is that let's say Muhammad or Jesus or Noah or um, Moses. Mm. They all came at different times, yeah. and roughly around a thousand years between them. Um, between all the prophets. Okay. Um, Why do you think that is? Because... Is, is that a pattern? I think it, I think it is. Um, 
I think I don't think they were like sent from God just because I don't believe in God. Yeah. But I think they were just very intelligent people mm-hmm. that knew what that at the time of the world yeah. they knew how to solve the world's problems, and what they did was so let's say oh you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't drink because it just takes over your mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe people at the time were drinking so much, and mm-hmm. there were there was so much crime because of drinking. Sodom and, and Gomorrah, like, for example, yeah, in the Bible. Yeah, exactly. So people saying so they said oh you can't drink. People are like, oh why should we listen to you? Like, oh I. I'm sent from God. And then they'll, they'll start believing because they're like, okay. oh, so <laughs> God told us not to drink so we won't drink because God told us because we want to we want to go to heaven, right? right, right we we've right. got the reward if we don't drink. Um, but I think all the prophets were sent or they're there at different time periods because they have a new way to teach, uh, a new thing to teach humanity at that time, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the like analogy i give when i talk about this stuff is cleaning yourself Mm -hmm. when let's say prophet a came the first prophet yeah they only had one way of cleaning themselves in a river Mm -hmm. so prophet a came and he taught all the people at the time who weren't educated who didn't know how to do stuff who didn't know how to do stuff, who weren't educated, Prophet A came and taught them how to clean themselves in a river. Okay. Then Prophet B comes a thousand years later. Mm. People have started making baths. Okay. So you've got a bath. Yeah, yeah. But people don't know how to clean themselves in the bath just yet. They've got the bath, but they Mm. don't know how to clean themselves. So Mm. Prophet B comes and he tells people, this is how you're meant to clean yourself. You sit in the bath like this, you let it fill up, mm. and then you drain the water out after you've done. Okay. Don't reuse the water. Then Prophet C comes a thousand years later, mm. and now we've got showers, yeah. right? But people don't know how to use the showers. So he comes, he tells people, this is how you use the showers. You turn it to the temperature you want it to do. Um, you know, a hot temperature might do this to your body, a cold. Mm. And then you shampoo, you use yeah. conditioner use body wash you can use like you know face scrubs and stuff like that and as i think the religions have gone on they've got more complicated they've got more scientific they've got mm. a little bit more logical yeah and i think that's and that's because of the intelligence of the people at the time when jesus was around no one went to school apart from people that were literally like gods on earth yeah like, like yeah. kings and yeah. They owned. They were the only educated ones. But nowadays, everyone's everyone goes to school. They have mm. to mm. in like ninety percent of the world. Yeah. So everyone can understand um, these stuff. This stuff that the is fundamental. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and because people are becoming more educated, they 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 can make their own mind up now. Yeah, they don't yeah. need a prophet, a prophet, or a, like a a bishop to tell them. This is what the Bible says because you can't read, and I'm going to tell you what it says. And Possibly, then they twist it. Possibly. Mm. You see, if we were to have a prophet today, it would have to be in the form of like technology, like a prophet in the form of like, I don't know, like teaching us how to handle technology. That's the way yeah. I, that's the only way I can see there being like a, like a prophet, like a guru, yeah. basically. There are a lot of clever people, Elon Musk. Jordan Peterson, I think they're doing a good job at how to handle technology. You could see them as a prophet, technically. Yeah. They're not sent by God. I'd say they probably are clever clever enough to um, 
be able to spread a message that would affect yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Good point, because Jordan Peterson, if we just take Jordan Peterson, for example. Yeah. So he, I'd say he specializes in how basically forming the minds of young men. Yeah, I'd is, agree. Is how I sort of... I wouldn't say he strives to that goal. He doesn't no. aim for men, no. but he reaches men. Yeah, I think it's something like 85% of his audience are like young 20s male. Yeah. So yeah... And the, and the thing is, the world has changed a lot for men. That that's what I've tend to have seen with with waves of feminism and stuff like this. Okay, a lot of men don't know where to stand, yeah. basically, which is why I think a lot of men tend to go for people like, for example, Elliot Hulse or Jordan Peterson, yeah, because they give them this direction on how to be a good man. A little basically. bit of guidance, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you know, you should be firm. You should, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, ba- basically teaching you how to be a good man, and they're not talking about being this, this alpha male who never cries and s- yeah. something. It's not like toxic alpha. Masculinity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's um, yeah, it's basically how to be a strong man, but that doesn't yeah. exclude like there is yeah. Like there, for me, I agree. Like there, for me, there is a ideal male. Yeah, I think so. Um, and there are always beta males. There's always going to be alpha always, males. Always, always. It's just nature, right? Yeah. So, um. And it happens that we can comprehend what that means. So yeah. dogs, they can't comprehend it, but it happens. The hierarchy happens. Like yeah. the um, like the alpha males will become the more dominant ones and the betas will just, it, they'll follow yeah. the rest. It's right? all throughout nature. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I would I do agree with a lot of what they say. I think there is an ideal mm. male um, like way to be that you should strive for, not you should be it all the time. Um Obviously, there's a time and place to be, you know, firm and um, yeah. uh, controlling of a situation, um, taking control, taking leadership. Um, yeah. But I also think women can do that as well um, yeah. in this society yeah. nowadays. Like we've progressed massively as a human race in the last 200 years, which is great. Um, and I think now women more than ever, they need to also take leadership um, just as much as men do, mm. um, because there's a generation of girls that are growing up that need someone like we said to look up to mm. need strong women to look up to and there's so many in the world right now you know michelle obama yeah. loads of well the, well the example i i always think of is this businesswoman called mel robbins she's she's a great like author she's a great speaker um but yes i agree but also you, you have to realize that there's um there's always a cost to mm-hmm. what we term it as success so yeah. for example someone who's i don't know who has this goal of making hundreds of thousands of pounds a year mm-hmm. and yeah. so, and let's say that's that he thinks he's successful doing that You've, you're sacrificing something for that so you're sacrificing i don't know maybe time with your family or you're sacrificing your health for example yeah it's like you need to understand where to make the sacrifices well yeah some obviously some people are more willing to make the sacrifices than others and it tends to be males that would sacrifice having a family, yeah. having yeah. a social life mm. um, for their work. Not saying females don't, but um, the yeah. research has been done. The stats are in. The like papers have been written. Men are more likely to... Um, stay in work. S- yeah, stay in work. Longer hours. Raises and exactly, stuff like yeah. 
just because of the nature of men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there are women that do yeah. that as well. Yeah. So it's not like 100% of men do that yeah. and 0%. There it's, are also yeah. like men that wouldn't do that because um, they have like a certain personality trait. That beta just males. Yeah, they're beta males. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get alpha females, of course. Absolutely, yeah. And it, though you see, yeah. you see that those alpha females um, that have the... Um, the drive, the, the drive, which are yeah, which yeah. are more male traits mm. on average. More yeah. males have them traits. Yeah. Um, you see those alpha males that do take control, do take leadership. Yeah, they get to the top. They're the ones that they're the successful females in the world. The ones that are really like mm. working for it, and you have to work for it. And there will be competition, and those competition will be men. And for men, the competition will be women. That's that's what life yeah. is. There it, will yeah. be competition. Here's the thing, I. I'm all for equal opportunity. Yeah. That doesn't mean equal outcome. No. Okay. So it's it's like um the the gen the gender pay gap thing. Um I agree men should get paid the same as women for the same job. Yeah. So long as you have the same position, the same credentials, you're performing at the same rate, yes. But you need to take into consideration every single thing. It's like if, if let's take the, the woman and the man, for example, if the man were to stay longer hours, you would expect him to get paid more. Yeah. If, um, if for example, he outperformed someone else, you'd expect bonuses, so he'd out-earn. Yeah. And um, a lot of these gender pay gap studies, uh, if they say, like, it, it's something outrageous, a lot of the times it's literally how much a man earns and how much a woman earns and they just, they divide it by yeah. that yeah, exactly. as a blanket statement. Yeah. You have to take into consideration, so like we were saying earlier, yeah. every single every variable. variable. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, and there's a story and it's a real life story. It happened to, it, m- mainly people look at like news, news age, like BBC and mainstream ITV. Media. And so, yeah, mainstream media. I, I would recommend staying away from it. But yeah, yeah, so there, there's this story actually that there were, in Australia, there were two, um, um, anchors for a uh, morning TV show. Mm. The female an- anchor was yeah. pe- being paid less than the male one, okay. and she found out, like let's say a few weeks ago, that she and she was just contemplating what to do. Right, right. She went and talked to her boss. Like, why am I being paid yeah. less than, yeah. um, let's say, John, mm. Mm. Um, for the same job? We're doing exactly the same job. We're working as hard as each other. The boss said to her, because he came to me and he asked for a raise. Mm. And I thought I'd give it. And then she said, yeah. well, can I have a raise as well? And he was like, yeah, you can have a raise <laughs> if you want. Like, all you need to do is just come and ask. Yeah. And so yeah. he had the confidence going to ask. Yeah. And he had the, like, he took he took the bull by the horn and he yeah. went and asked, I want a raise. I'm doing a good job and I want a raise. Yeah. Boss said, yeah. And there's no one else's business. He didn't have to go tell her, oh, he's asked for a raise. Do you want one as well? Mm. No one else's business. But she obviously asked for one as well. Yeah. Once she found out, and yeah. they interesting. They said yes, interesting. Now they're paid the same. I'll tell you what else is interesting. There was a um, they did an audit at Google headquarters. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. And they found out, on average, the women were out earning the men mm-hmm. for the same jobs. Yeah. And so they, basically, because because they had a suspicion that the men were earning more than the women, so they had to do an audit okay. of like every single team member, mm-hmm. and they had to, they ended up paying millions to the men. Because they found out that the women were earning more. Damn. 
behave more, yeah. yeah. And that's, again, for probably the same reason, they were probably outperforming the men. Yeah. They were probably working more hours than the men. Yeah. They were probably, like, doing all these things that the men there wasn't doing. Mm. So... I don't know how fair that is that the men did get paid on it on top. Um, I don't know what the reasons were. Yeah. So so, so I would I wouldn't co- really comment on it, but yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> um. Next question. We we keep like drifting off, but it's good. It's yeah. good to drift off in these conversations. I was going to touch upon evil because you talked about you think of God as all things good. All things that we do are good. That yeah. are good is like resembles what we think of god Mm. so everything that we think is good and everything that we do is good Mm. is our inner kind of god okay coming to play so what what do you think evil is Uh, evil is the other way around so if we were looking at satan Mm. the devil yeah the devil for us is so we've we've all got a god inside of us we've all got a devil so inside of us so it's like the classic you've got the angel and the devil on one side of your head yeah like like comic movies and stuff like that. Um, evil for me is just everything that we do that we think is bad. Okay. Okay. So one person might think that something is evil mm-hmm. while the other person doesn't. Now, I didn't want to bring this up, but like abortion, right? So cool. some people might think abortion is bad. Yeah. Some people might think it's for the best of humanity mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. we'll leave that there it's a gray area that's yeah. Not, yeah another time <laughs> maybe but yeah evil is definitely it dev- definitely exists there yeah. are evil people out there there are evil there are good people that sometimes do evil things yeah because for everyone again it's personal some people might see drinking alcohol as an evil as a sin yeah. as a sin as an evil yeah. thing as something bad mm. and for them it is an evil th- act to do you drink alcohol you know you get drunk you lose your mind and you can't really control yourself um but for other people jesus drank wine so for them it's good it's it's what god maybe wants them to do yeah. if they believe in god and for other people that don't they just they want to have a good time they have a well what drinks. interested me when i was studying <laughs> philosophy uh, was there are two ways to look at evil. One is an absence of good, yeah. and two is independent. It's like this this other force. So if you imagine the yin and the yang, yeah, you have the positive, the negative. Same with anything. A wave goes up, goes down. It has top parts, low parts. Yeah. Right. Same with mountains and valleys. You can see it all throughout the world, all throughout the universe. So it makes sense that it's like a separate thing, but then. It also kind of makes sense that it's uh, that it's just a void of yeah. good. It's, it's like, yeah. Yeah, absence of good is a good description for it, to be fair. Um, because that kind of complements what I said as yeah, well. Yeah. So everything you think is good mm-hmm. is what you think is like your God for yeah. me. Yeah. Is. But if you haven't done anything good, then you might have not done anything evil, mm. but most likely that you've done something bad if oh, you yeah. haven't done any good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> but yeah, just because some things are bad doesn't mean that they're evil. Yeah. Have you got any thoughts on the afterlife? Um, I mean, it's a nice idea, isn't it? Having somewhere yeah. to go after you die. Yeah. But I don't believe in it. Um, obviously, like the, your body decomposes when you're dead. Um, yeah. and then 
you know, all the ni- all your nitrogen goes back into mm-hmm. the soil and then gets used by, you know, the soil to like grow plants and then the birds yeah. eat the plants yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we eat the birds. So it's kind of like a cycle of life. Karma, um, if you yeah, want to call it. Exactly. And um, yeah, so I don't think there's an afterlife, but I think that we're all connected in some way. That's great. Yeah. After we yeah. die, we're still around. Okay. In nature. Yeah. Well, I was listening to some crazy podcasts whilst I was away. Yeah. One of them from, you probably know him as well, C.T. Fletcher. Yeah. C.T. Fletcher. Basically, I don't know if you know, but he had really, really bad heart problem. Yeah. He had to get a heart transplant. And whilst he flatlined in the hospital, like three different occasions, he was talking about what he experienced. And he's not a spiritual guy. He's not a religious guy. Yeah. He sort of is now, but... Before any of this, he wasn't. But he talks about when he flatlined, he just had this experience of just peace. But he he didn't explain seeing a God. He didn't explain a white light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. None of this. No relatives that he saw. Just peace is what he witnessed. And I've heard that from a lot of people. Not, Not a lot of people, but if I read a report, for example, on someone who died in hospital, no brain activity for like... Yeah, there, was, there are some cases where some people have flatlined for hours and come back to life, and they sort of say the same thing. There's there's no like physical thing that they can see, mm-hmm. but it's just this feeling of peace, which makes me think like, yeah. it, it, you know, it's possible. But also, if you think about it like this, it's also possible that our physical body is just an uh, is just like a receiver. Okay, yeah. so you've got a radio and you've got an antenna that's miles away giving off the signal. Our brains, even though we think consciousness originates from the brain, could just be picking up a signal from who knows, some sort of dimension in the universe. Okay. We have no idea. But that's the way I think about it. There's so much mystery in it. But yeah, I mean, mean, there are so many stories about different afterlives. But eventually, you know, none of us actually know. But I don't think there's harm in believing in it. Yeah. There isn't any harm in believing it. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't read too much into it because stuff like that can fuck with your head. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's um, unless you like really believe in it, I wouldn't go around yeah. like. Like even if you do, really, I wouldn't go around like imposing it on people. No, no, um, no, no, no. just. I mean, I would. I wouldn't go around imposing it. Like personal anything. experience, isn't it? So, so a lot of people do. Like you said, they didn't say they saw a light at the end of the tunnel, or mm-hmm. they saw a family, or they saw God or Jesus. But a lot of people do say that as well, and I think people say that because um, that's what they expect. That's what they expect. Yeah, that's what they've been told since they've grown yeah, up. Yeah. That well, when you die, you're gonna you're gonna meet Jesus. You're gonna meet God. You're gonna go to heaven. Yeah. They've got heaven as a white place with clouds and Mm. like it's a beautiful place with gardens and so that's what people expect and sometimes you when you hear that kind of story it's hard to believe because that's what they know that if they know they're going to die that's the kind of thoughts they're going to have where am i going to go next yeah they think oh heaven if if i've been good and then they've got all these pictures of heaven in their head Mm. you never hear anyone that said oh i saw fire and i saw um, the devil also yeah. you never hear that kind of stuff no, so no. people always want to believe that what they want to go to heaven so that's why 
maybe they see all them stuff. Do you think that life has meaning? Or do you literally think we're just here by by chance, by luck? The universe had one fluke and humans are here. Um, I mean, even if that does happen, does life still have meaning? Like, do, does it have meaning? Yeah, I, I agree with both. Yeah. So I think okay. that we are here, like, not by accident, but the, like, events that happen, you know, the Big Bang and stuff, caused us to be here, took us millions of years to get to where we are now um, in the universe and in on Earth. But I also think that we have to make our own meaning. And that kind of relates back to the God kind of stuff. So 2,000 years ago, people couldn't make their own meaning. They couldn't right. give meaning to their right. own lives because no one had an education. People didn't work. They were ev- the easy way out was to become a prostitute, right, or a slave. Lots of people were slaves, yeah. so they had no meaning. So their meaning in life was to be good, to be um, try to go to heaven, right? Yeah. That was their goal. Yeah. Nowadays, people can do what what they want on the most part. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So like like you're doing your business, and yeah. I'm doing my stuff, and yeah. um, so for me, like my meaning right now is to be as happy as I can um, while still trying to grind and trying to get to where I want to be. Like, you know, like I said, get to where I want to be, what I want to be like in five years time. Um, You know, trying to sort things out in my life right Mm. now. So then later on I'm more comfortable um, so that maybe I don't have to work as hard, um, you know, when I'm retired and stuff. But like right now I'm just focusing what like on the man I want to be and the person I want to be and what I want to be doing in five years' time. That's important. Yeah. So yeah. you have to give your life its own meaning. No one's yeah. got the same meaning. Like like I said, 2,000 years ago, everyone had the same meaning, get to heaven. But everyone's meanings now is so different. Um, so yours is obviously just be successful in your business, making like Podcasts a certain amount you. of money in yeah. a yeah, month absolutely. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and mine is just probably just, um, you know, helping as many people as I can through what I do um, and then educating myself further um, through, if it be university or, you know, just independent research. Yeah. It's important. I often think if I were born a thousand, two thousand years ago, what would I be doing? Yeah. Because obviously there's there's no technology like this. I would not be making films. I would not be doing podcasts, obviously. Yeah. Probably something to do with storytelling. Yeah. It's something that I'd be doing. It's interesting to think. Or a slave. Or, <laughs> or, or a Viking. Just, or a Viking, yeah. you know. Maybe maybe I could be, you know, building the ancient pyramids. Yeah, you could be. Who knows? Well. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's also, I think it's practical to have meaning in your life. Because if you don't have meaning, your life's, uh, and it, this is a statement that I firmly believe, your life is so much worse without meaning. Yeah. Because you're just wandering around this planet and you're reacting to the planet well there's people that are like work, like living for the weekend and stuff like that they're yeah, shown yeah. to have um more higher chance of getting depression than people that they might still go out on the weekends so what you're celebrating it, yeah but yeah like they might still go out for the weekends but they're not working for the week so they can get they're not thinking about the weekend on monday they're thinking yeah. about monday then they're thinking about tuesday yeah. then they're thinking about wednesday then maybe if they've done well that week, they've worked hard, they might go for a drink or they might go yeah, for yeah. like a, a meal or something like that. So just because 
you want to make it just because you want to be six hard doesn't mean you don't have to you know let loose a little bit because mm. you want to you don't want to be in that zone 24 7 no it's um, a yeah it's, yeah it's it's you want to switch off you need to switch yeah, off you, need to switch you off. absolutely need to switch off but again it comes back to this balance it's like i was talking to my friend when we were on holiday together uh i was explaining why i don't go out yeah. first of all i don't enjoy going out okay. ever yeah. i've never enjoyed going out to clubs yeah just hate it i hate drinking mm-hmm. to be honest Second thing, which is, I'm, l- I'm lucky that I don't enjoy drinking and going out. Yeah. Because it gets expensive. Yeah, but that, really expensive. That's, that's the main point. Um, if I spend £30 on a night out, mm-hmm. let's say. That's a loss. Well, I could have spent that on Facebook ads. Yeah, that's true. Which could have, you know, generated more business or mu- more views for the podcast, for yeah. example. And that's where my priorities lie. Mm-hmm. I've given myself that meaning and I'm not looking for meaning in something external like um like yeah like drinking yeah. smoking gambling going out yeah. or girls to mm-hmm. be honest yeah like I, like i think a really bad mistake is to look for a partner yeah don't look for um, don't uh, like i know what you're you're about to say yeah um don't look for a partner just for the sake of, of having, having a partner, partner. Or, or being lonely yeah yeah if you want to look for a partner, look for someone with similar values, aspirations, values, yes. yeah. someone that can complement your personality and you can complement them and someone that you're not dependent on being happy with. 100%. So you know that you can be happy on your own um, because you don't want to be together 24-7. And you no, m- you've got your own lives to live. Exactly. Especially if you've got the same values and if you yeah. still want to be like yeah. mega successful and stuff, you need to be able to be happy on your own. You can't be dependent on one another yeah. for happiness. It's, yeah, so it's the wrong way to think about it. It's the wrong way to think about it. When you think of a partner, it's someone that's meant to bring you up, not bring you down. Yeah. And by bring you down, I'm not talking about um, like draining your spirits. We're literally talking about someone who might hold you back. For yeah. example, let's say you have a dream. <clears throat> to build a business. Anybody who, who has started a business knows you have to stay up long nights doing something, whatever it is you're doing. If you're making chairs, you're making chairs until the dead of night. You have to wake up early the next morning. Yep. And the thing is, if someone if someone's saying, oh, stop that, like, like come, come over here, whatever, small little things like this, it will drag you down. Whereas like a true, true partner you're looking for yep. is someone who will who say, you know, I understand. Yeah. If you're staying up tonight working on that, I fully support that. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Understand and like just f- fucking help you as well. Yeah. Like they might not know what you want to do and they might not be working as hard as you are mm-hmm. for what you want to do. Yeah. Which is completely fine because it's completely different. Like you're the one not getting paid. Yeah. If you don't go to plan, but she'll still be getting paid by someone else. You yeah. know. Um, but yeah, if like, you know, do you know Matt Fraser? Uh, won the CrossFit Games. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. big name um, in CrossFit, and basically, he obviously he trains full time. He's like, he's like well, super successful. CrossFit athletes are one of the most like, oh mate. insane athletes in the world. Yeah, so the fittest people, and yeah, so yeah. fit. And his missus like does all all his cooking for him um, because she she loves cooking. Basically, she likes experimenting with food. That's lucky. So yeah, <laughs> he like he got lucky with that, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, so he doesn't have to spend time yeah, cooking yeah. and stuff like that because yeah. she loves doing it. Um, 
so and she's like motivated mo wakes him up in the morning says like five in the morning like listen you need to go down and you need to train you need to like do your stretching yeah. in the morning every morning or like um before you go to bed like have you made sure you've had enough protein today mm. like yeah do you need yeah. a shake like you need mm. to go make yourself a shake otherwise you're not going to be feeling good tomorrow yeah or like you know just stuff like you need you really need to let loose you need to probably not train today or you know having that voice of objectivity yeah yeah, yeah mate cross your athletes are mental jesus uh i think it was rich froning jr yeah who he has the resting heart rate of something oh, stupid like 28 super low yeah Super low, <laughs> which, which I just didn't believe it at first because yeah. 60 is like something healthy. He's so fit, yeah, yeah. Something healthy is like 70, yeah. Something fit for normal people is like 60, but to have something 28 like, mate, is so it's ridiculous, really like so ridiculous. And what, what's wicked about CrossFit is you're super, super strong, you're flexible as well, but it's, it's like functional strength, yeah, and you're exactly. really crazy cardiovascular fitness yeah they're like they're, they're amazing athletes but yeah. um, probably taking something that will help them <laughs> probably <laughs> most most time. the top athletes same yeah top athletes it's the same um, in any sport obviously like you don't know like yeah. like people say they aren't and you have to believe them because you can't just go around saying oh because and have no evidence most people that say like that are adamant on saying oh no he's definitely on steroids they're mo most of the time they're saying that because they know they can't get to that stage without taking steroids. Yeah. Matt Fraser might not be on steroids. He works incredibly hard. Like people don't see how hard he works, but yeah. he does work yeah. so hard. So he might not be on anything, but um, to get to that level, the kind of stuff he's doing. Yeah. It, for a normal person, it seems so far away. I mean, even if you were to be on steroids, let's just say he were. Was. still hard to get that. it yeah you can't just people say oh it's easy on steroids not that's not necessarily no, how it works still have to work yeah you still have to work what, really hard yeah what steroids do, does for you is basically you can train really really hard the next day and you're yeah. not sore or anything yeah, like that recovery they're different types of steroids you yeah. know like um but yeah uh, I, I reckon all most olympic athletes are on them um yeah i'd probably agree with that uh, yeah yeah so like people are saying oh let's do an olympics where um you're allowed to take steroids, but realistically, the results won't be too different because everyone's already on them already. That's, so, yeah. 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 Um, I think it was like Lance Armstrong who went on Joe Rogan podcast mm -hmm. and he was talking about if you were to find someone who wasn't on some sort of drug on the Tour de France, you'd yeah. have to go back about 50 places. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the same with CrossFit. Um, most people that get caught doing drugs in CrossFit are you know, 20, they place 20th or above. Because most places in 20 or below, they're the big names. If they get caught doing drugs, it makes CrossFit look bad. Yeah. So there could be a bit of like um, rigging in the system or something for CrossFit. And yeah. for most sports as well. But Lance Armstrong, like a lot of athletes don't care. They just want to win. Yeah. So Lance Armstrong said that um, he would definitely do it again if he had the chance. If he yeah. had to do t like it all again mm. and he got offered to do his blood doping again, he would do it. Because the success he had really gave him a buzz. Yep. Yeah. Fair point. What are your thoughts on artificial intelligence? Good, bad, neutral? neutral. Uh, I'm quite neutral on it. 
Um, I think it would help society, but I think the bad thing about it, I don't think it's going to rise up and fight against humans. I think we're far too clever for that. Yeah. I think, but humans will use it against, for other, against other humans in war. And that makes more sense yeah, to me. Rather than that makes more like, sense. Like you know to that me. Will Smith iRobot robot and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Robots fighting against. I think it's, humans. I think it's a possibility, but the possibility is very, oh, very incredibly low. slim. Yeah, like I've seen some <laughs> of the stuff they come out with, like like people like in Japan, like um, scientists in Japan, they've come out with like robots and stuff. That they're not artificially intelligent. Basically, they've got. Like it doesn't, they doesn't, it doesn't seem like they they'll be able to fight against us. Do you know what I mean? Um, Who knows? Fifty years time, we don't know where technology yeah, will be. Fifty years time, but you know. But I agree. I agree with you. It is way more likely that humans will use artificial intelligence against other humans. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, and that could be potentially like catastrophic, really dangerous. Yeah. There could be a um, yeah. um, and alternative option for nuclear weapons instead of having an arms race for nuclear weapons like the cold war um some like you know mutually assured destruction it mm. could be artificial intelligence both sides could have it both sides know if they released it it could be like the end of the world basically yeah i mean if there were to be some sort of war i don't see it being like a physical gun on gun whatever to me, it'll be either some sort of data war yeah. where you just leak data online or something, or it'll be in the form of energy, like you just drop energy yeah. or EMP, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, I can't see it because pe- people yeah. can s- people can see the ramifications of World War One, World War Two. They don't want to do that again. But I agree. Yeah, it, it's not like money-wise for most countries, it's not viable to go to war anymore. True. There used to be where True. you could actively just take over a country and make it yours but now you can't really do that without you have to do it in secret you know it's just yeah 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 you have to justify it by saying we're giving them democracy oh, yeah <laughs> we're giving them democracy the terrorists power and then go yeah. steal all their oil yeah. and set up a new terrorist group to fight against elsewhere so, yeah it happens yeah. Rep- history repeats itself it's, yeah yeah it well, it's, it's stuff like America fiddling with Syria and Iran. Stay out of it. Yeah. Iran's the only, um, like, you know that Roths? The Rothschild family. Yeah. So they, 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 basically it's claimed that they own the central banks of each country in the world. Apart from Iran. Apart from, it's three countries. It's North Korea, yeah. Iran, Syria. Yeah. America have interests in all three. Yeah. Right. And it's funny that, that all this stuff's it's going funny. on in Syria. It's funny that that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think that's part of the reason. Um, you know, it could be oil. Yeah. Who knows? But you know, there are certain things like I don't know what Iran have done wrong, and and uh, the UN. I think it was something like the UN. Um, there were there were claims that Iran were doing really really bad things to their citizens. Yeah. And then the UN made this sort of report that. Um, that it was bombing their own people or gassing their own people. But they the UN came oh, I don't know the full story. So you know what? I'm my background is Iranian. My parents lived there. Yeah. They still have friends there, they've still got family there. Yeah. I've never heard anything like that. See, yeah, th- this and is the, the thing. this is the thing, like, yeah, I would hear about that kind of stuff because my mum me and my mum talk about Iran all the time. Yeah. 
Um, she tells me how beautiful it is, how amazing city is. Um, my dad tells me the same. Like there's loads of places that are like beautiful. There's beaches, there's woods, there's forests that are just people just so beautiful. The only thing they complain about is just the government, just the way it's run. It's just old fashioned run, like run by religion, basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it used to be okay when people didn't like when people like were you know older people that are yeah. still really religious yeah. and stuff. But nowadays, like people are like, oh, we don't want to be run by religion. We want to be run by you know people that have got an education in the world, yeah. not in yeah. religion. Yeah. But yeah, I've never heard anything like that, or the tear gas or anything like that. That's the same with anywhere. There's protests everywhere in the world, in every country in the world. Um, I, I and tear gas is used here. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't yeah, see the in riots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, look at the French riots that happened. Yeah. They were using tear gas. Yeah. They were using worse than that. But um, yeah, well, in America, people get shot by police. Yeah, just yeah. In, in riots. In, yeah, yeah. So it's not like. But we don't hear about that because obviously they don't want themselves to be this, hypocrites. Or this is why I tell people to stay away from mainstream media. Hmm. I think social media, um, as well as intuition and talking to people from experience, is much, much better. You see two sides of the Social story. media. Social media. It, I agree with social media in the case that you can see two points of view. Hmm. So it means that I can, I don't know, Back in the day, 50 years ago, let's say for a presidential election, you your opinions, your beliefs would be based on the mainstream media because that's the only thing you're consuming. Okay. Whereas now with social media, we can see what they're actually thinking. So let's take Donald Trump, for example. Part of the reason he, he was so popular and became president, in my opinion, was because on, he put all the stuff that he was talking about on Twitter... So it was going directly to his audience yeah. rather than having to go through ABC News or CNN yeah. who, you know, they, they, they would things. tweak little things. Yeah. They would twist his words. Yeah. So, so this, this is why I think social media is great. Obviously, there are downsides. There are many, many downsides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's, that's definitely one thing that I completely agree with. Yeah. So it, like, it, gives, it gives a better freedom of speech, in my opinion. Yeah. What I saw one time is like someone said to me... Um, if you want to see what society say are thinking, post something controversial on your Twitter feed or your Facebook feed or something. I mean, I don't use Twitter, but this is what they told me. Post something controversial onto your Twitter feed. See how many likes it gets. And then read the thread as well. Yeah. Read the comments. Yeah. See what people are saying. That's We're the people that are on Twitter all the time. Yeah. We're the people that are on Facebook, Instagram all the time. We're the future. Yeah, people need to listen to us. People need to oh, look sure. at these yeah. kind of stuff yeah, yeah. because this is really what we're thinking. When someone, when an older person asks, "Oh, what do you think of Brexit?" or "What do you think of this and mm. that?" Actually, talking to someone and trying to get your point across is very difficult, especially someone older with like a little bit more experience in their life, because they might know more about your more about like the the country or the or politics, um, but like politicians or people that are trying to run the country should definitely look at these social media sites, um, the comments yeah. and stuff, because yeah. this is this is who they're meant to be um, running the country for. We're in ten years time. We're the yeah. guys that are going to be like raking in the money and paying our taxes yeah. for um, yeah. our country to be run. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's important that like 
social media i would agree with half of your statement i just yeah, yeah. so the the part like it can get twisted um for sure. really badly for sure for sure i mean take instagram for example everybody posts their highlights i'm i do that as well yeah i'll do that as well yeah. um you know i i probably had the worst summer i've ever had ever yeah like yeah um but like so i've had maybe one or one or two good days like here and there yeah um and they're the ones i posted to instagram so it looks like from the outside i've yeah. had the best yeah. summer in the world yeah. of like i've like you've been playing like mm. touch with my mates and yeah. winning like yeah. um tournaments and stuff like that um you know going to york and stuff like that. but realistically that that happened for a few days that happened in two hours whereas your whole summer three months yeah it's, i've been yeah. working i've been doing that stuff that like behind the scenes stuff that no one's going to see Absolutely. stuff like that yeah. people don't want to see um they want to see your highlights they want to mm. see this and that but mm. yeah it's hard it's easy to get caught up with all of that especially with celebrities or influencers as they're now called um like you know yeah. posting stuff like they're on the beach all the time um yeah this and that like influencers are interesting for sure yeah because they have a huge moral responsibility yeah I because young agree. young people look up to these people and this is why I have a problem with Love Island. So, like, seriously. I think I, I think we have the same problem with Love like, Island. Young people look up to these people. And these people you should not be looking up to. These people who are literally, they're trying to find um, happiness into, in a person. That's the first thing I disagree with. Yeah. Second thing I disagree with, they're always going out, they're always drinking, stuff like this. Yeah. I disagree with this. You know, focus on your goal, your mission, your purpose in yeah. life. These are good mo- role models. Like we're saying, Matthew McConaughey. Arnold Schwarzenegger, these yeah. are people who you should be looking up to because yeah. they've achieved something that they believed in, you know, that that's a good role model. Yeah. Me. Whereas the term influencer is so widespread today, it's anybody who has a following. That's not an influencer. That's just someone who has a large following. Yeah. So yeah, Love Island, like they're not look they're not looking for love. No. They they've realized lust. No, they yeah. But they've also realized, right, I can make money out of this. Yeah. I can get big. I can get famous. Um, but for me, majority of the time, it's not permanent. That fame from the violin, it's not permanent at all. There's very few people that are still going big mm. from the violin. Like, you know, Kem, after yeah. two years, he's yeah, still yeah. good. He's doing well. He's, like, got TV, like, um, contracts and stuff. Yeah. But... I don't. I don't even remember who was on with him. Like I watched that year. I, I don't remember yep. who was on with him. Like Chris. Yep. Like what is he doing now? Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. He's like he's with a member of Little Mix. Like they're in relationships, but he's not. That's not like him working, and he's not successful now just because he went on to Love Island. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I I think it, it's so important to have someone to look up to but you need the right person to look up yeah. to and that that's absolutely the yeah so yeah, because the, the young minds are like sponges right and the young minds are the people who are watching love island who are on youtube it's like um if you looked at i don't know logan paul's viewers the majority of people would just be youngsters mate and it's youtube is dangerous as well oh, yeah. the amount of kids and the kids when i say like kids like between six and like <laughs> Yeah. 12 years old yeah always on youtube yeah like watching the most random stuff um like 
stuff that like they talk like on the podcast on the, not podcast on the video they talk about sex or they talk about relationships really yeah and for like a seven year old like that's something that they shouldn't be listening to okay like I had no idea what anything was like, you know, no. sex terms or like, no. um, uh, like m- most like adult kind of stuff until I was probably like 15, 16. Yeah. Like yeah. probably, yeah. Well, and like, I didn't yeah. learn it from the internet either. Well, I remember like, yeah. someone's brother's mate told me or like, well, yeah. I, I mean, um, I remember going on YouTube for the first time. It was on a really, really old computer. And the only things that were on the internet then were like annoying orange. And a couple of adverts. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a mainstream thing at the time, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I'm glad. I'm, I'm yeah. glad for that. I mean, I do watch YouTube, but I use yeah. it to try and educate myself. So if you yes. go through my yeah. YouTube, yeah. Um, you'll see stuff like how do you coach this for these type of people, or yeah. um, yeah. how I've grown my business over the last ten years, or something like that. Or um, you know, looking at I do look at people's lifestyles. So like I, I watch Christian Guzman. Yeah. Um, Craig Ritchie. Craig Ritchie. I look at. Like, I want to get him on. The, I want to get him on. Yeah. Let's get him on. It'll be sick. Um, and, but you don't. You don't. Um, so with Craig Ritchie, I don't really look at his lifestyle. I'm like, oh, that's the way I need to be. Like, obviously yeah. he's grinding and he's doing all these YouTube yeah. videos and he's doing yeah. great and stuff. But like, that's not the path I want to take. So I want to. I look at like Christian Guzman, and like how he's he's waking up at four in the morning, three in the morning, working out. Um, or no, yeah, working out um, at some point, and then the rest of the day he's in the office working, and yeah. he's getting deals sorted, and you know he's um, making phone calls all day, he's making, he's sending emails all day, he's like in his office, and it's e- it's easy to look past that fact because he doesn't record that, yeah, but you can see that because if you look at the time like the time in the background you know on the clock in the wall and stuff yeah, yeah. In one clip it was seven in the morning the next clip is like five in the afternoon yeah, and he tells yeah. you oh this is the first meal i've had today so he's literally yeah. like he's on the grind he is he's one person i do look up to um and I'm trying to kind of follow his lifestyle as a guideline yeah, you. It shouldn't be like a religion that you follow. But yeah, it, it, yeah, like you said, yeah, because it's personal, guideline. isn't it? So I, I do something yeah. different to him. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's the kind of guideline I want to follow. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Do you think we're living in a simulation? <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's feasible. Yeah, that we could be. Um, either there was a Doctor Who episode one time. What about his simulation? Yeah, it's um, Louis, uh, Louis Cavaldi, Peter Cavaldi yeah. as Doctor Who. Oh, I start, I stopped watching after David Tennant, but yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> um, basically what happened was aliens were invading and a- the aliens, what they did, they made loads of simulations for the world and they invaded and they wanted to see how the humans reacted to the invasion. So they knew every possible outcome damn, that could happen. Damn. Right? And like... Like Doctor Who obviously is a clever guy, and so he couldn't figure it out until right at the end where he figured it out and saved the day. But yeah, they were making simulations for every possible thing that could happen, um, and it was completely real. And um, how they found, like, people found out and they started killing themselves, and people were like, oh, why, why is they can But obviously, it wouldn't matter because they were all a simulation anyway. Um, but yeah, like, I reckon it's feasible that we could be living in a simulation. Yeah. Well, 
I'd say the bi- the biggest name today is Elon Musk about this idea. Yeah, he puts it well, doesn't he? Yeah, because his idea is technology is progressing so fast that at some point we'll get to we'll get to a stage where if you put VR goggles on or something the equivalent, it'll be much better by then. That you won't be able to dis- distinguish the difference between real life and computer. And computer, yeah. Which sure, to me sounds completely feasible other. within our lifetime. Yeah. That's that's scary. But also, if that's possible in our lifetime, how do we know that hasn't already happened? Yeah. That's the thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people have been talking about this even from like the 1700s. I let, like, there were early philosophers, this guy called Descartes, who famously said, uh, I think, therefore I am. Yeah. Only saying you can prove only your existence because you're experiencing something. Mm-hmm. But you don't know if this is an actual book in front of you, if this is a microphone in front of me, it literally could be, yeah, like yeah. A simulation. But he, he didn't use the word simulation, obviously. But yeah. He was on the right track. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. I would it makes sense. Some of the stuff that's put out, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, I'm on the fence, but... Um. It, it's it's interesting. One thing against it, I would say, is if we were in a simulation, what would be the point, the purpose of making us question being in a simulation? Yeah. That's what makes me think we're absolutely not in a simulation. Yeah. Because if we were, the creator would make sure... That we don't even know. We don't know, yeah. Exactly. exactly yeah. Or even think about the idea. Or maybe they made it so that we do think about the idea <laughs> to see that if we can get at, get out the simulation because they might think they're in a simulation. Double simulation. Jesus. So we might be... <laughs> so it might end up that we make a simulation of another world, right? Because Damn. we think we're in a simulation Damn. and we want to see how they Damn. get out of it. It's such a rabbit hole. Yeah. There are so many philosophical ideas that you can just talk about forever. Yeah, we talk about stuff like this for hours. Oh, absolutely. Marcus Aurelius, right, one of the greatest emperors of Rome. Uh, he, he had something against philosophers. He said, stop arguing over what a good man should be and be one. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. stop talking about fancy ideas and just do what you know. Yeah. It, like it's right. Yeah. Simple's always best. Absolutely. Sticking to the simple stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Always the best in everything. No need to complicate it. Just even coming back to working out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, work. Deadlift, squat, bench. Yeah, exactly. Like pull ups, dips. Yeah. All these stuff, like all the simple stuff in life. Um, you don't need a fancy car. A car takes you from one place Ain't to another. Be, yeah. Um, a watch is the same, whether it's a Rolex or yeah, G Shock. You yeah, know, exactly. Um, well, actually, this is a great watch. It's got a timer, stopwatch, alarm. That's what you want. Great watch. That's what you yeah. need. This is probably the single most valuable item I've ever bought. This helps me so much. We In, were talking about this. We were. Like, and I, was, I yeah. forgot what you said. So I'm going to ask you, yeah. <laughs> what is the single most valuable item you've bought that you think helps you every single day with what you want to do and what your goals are and... Or just generally in the day. And you can't say toothbrush. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. If I were to say it on an everyday basis, then it would be my laptop. Yeah. Because first of all, editing. Yeah. I can literally edit anything together, stitch it together. Second of all, like 
if I want to search something on the internet, if I want to do some research, laptop, it's there, it's available. Um, but if I were to talk about the number one thing, the best purchase I've ever made yeah. would be... God, that's hard. It would probably be my first camera. Yeah. Because if I didn't buy that first camera, I wouldn't have got into YouTube, I wouldn't have got into filmmaking, even this podcast... Like the creative side, I would have probably just stuck in school and yeah. been a lawyer or something. I don't know. See, I want to get a camera. Yeah. So I yeah. want to, like, not for the same reasons that you want to <coughs> have a camera, but I want to get a camera because I want to start, like, I can take photos on my iPhone, yeah. like, quite a good quality yeah. new iPhone. So, um, but it's stuck on a phone. I want something like an SD card and I can hold it forever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like a photo album kind of thing, but yeah. just on a little stick, I can stick into a computer. Yeah. So I think once I get one of those and I want to get a good one because I want to get like HD photos, like good yeah. quality photos yeah. that, um, you know, I can look back on of me or my friends or my family that we're all having fun mm. and stuff like that. Um, then I think that would... Be the, the best, purchase. best purchase I would. Yeah. The the one purchase I want to make is a camera, um, a good camera, so I can like kind of yeah keep like take photos of my life, take photos of me doing stuff like good and bad yeah, um, yeah. and just keep it for myself um, yeah like just for the future, just for the memories. I mean, yeah. If if you were to ask most people, what is your best purchase ever? It would be things like. Gym membership or dog, uh, like yeah. like like a pet, dog would be a good something one, like yeah. that, or something family related. It will never be best purchase ever was my Ferrari. Yeah, it will well, never be that. Unfortunately, for some people, it is because they're so small minority, materialistic. Yeah, um, which has its time and place. It's nice to have nice stuff, yeah. but it's not everything. No, no, no way. No, it, yeah, yeah, it's no, no way. What do you think about time travel? Time travel is possible. I think, really? I think it's. Um, I think Brian Cox proved that it can. You can time travel into the future, but not past. But not the past, because I think with I'm not. I don't know physics, but yeah. Um, as you travel away from Earth, the t the relative time is different to the time on Earth. So let's say you travel up. A thousand, uh, one thousand light years away from Earth, yeah, and back. So that two thousand light years, the Earth would have passed two thousand years or whatever, how many, however many years it is. Okay, but you wouldn't have aged as much as yeah. the people of on Earth did because your time relative to Earth's time is different. Mm. So in that sense, you're tr technically traveling to the future, but. And like, there's loads of videos online that explain it better it seems, than what I've just said. It seems possible. Yeah. Nobody, obviously, nobody's ever tried it. So in theory, it makes sense. I, we don't know if it would actually Well, we didn't have happen. the technology to travel at light speed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it, yeah it, might, it might happen in the future. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe. But yeah. Um, I don't know if it would be a good idea, though. Do you not think? Well, if, we, if people had access to the future, then they go straight to the future. Imagine someone 500 years ago that figured this out. And they could do it, yeah. right? Yeah. They travel to the future and they see us now. You got someone like King Henry VIII walking around with all of his values in his head, yeah. like 
like all the stuff about women, uh, you know, homosexuals, like, um, yeah. you know, like yeah. he thinks it's all right to cut people's heads off, yeah. um, to, you know, hang people and stuff like that. Yeah. Where society's completely changed, it could be dangerous. And like from now to 500 years in the future, mm. it could be exactly the same. Like we, we think, let's say, driving a car is okay. But in the future, it's gr greatly frowned upon maybe because of all the fumes and the emissions it gives that's, out. That's... That sounds crazy to me, but I completely agree. Yeah. What are some other things do you think people look back at our culture now and be like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, uh, probably most stuff, to be fair. Because really? Well, if you think about 500 years ago, people used to go to beheadings and hangings yeah. as like a... Entertainment. Like a, entertainment, like going to the movies. Yeah. Like they used to cheer them on, they used yeah, to throw yeah, fruit yeah. at them and, and stuff And now we like look that. back at them like fucking savages. Yeah, that is savage, yeah. And... Um, so it could be anything like, I can't think from the top of my head, but like, yeah. you know, stuff like things that are, or maybe eating meat, people that eat Possibly, meat. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. I think everyone in the future will become vegetarian. I think the earth will become vegetarian and I think eating meat will kind of just go out the window. Yeah. Um, people say, oh, if we stop eating meat, there'll be so many cows, but they won't because we're breeding them <laughs> so that there's so many yeah. so we can eat yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, maybe eating meat, um, maybe drinking alcohol that might just go out the True. window, taking drugs, True. um, well, or it I, could be the other way. Well, taking drugs might be normal. See, that's what I think. That's what I think is possible. I think, I think psychedelics will become more mainstream. Yeah. So, uh, for example, like legalization of marijuana will happen in the UK. Well, I think it will happen in our lifetime. I think it will happen in the next 10 years. Yeah. Like it will happen soon. I think. Because, you know, it's happening all over the US already. But the US system is completely different to the UK. They can yeah. have it in one state legal. It's not the same in the UK. Yeah. But regardless, they're looking to legalize magic mushrooms, stuff like that. What, in the UK? No, 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 in the US. Oh, okay. In certain states. Because it's... Uh, well, they're dangerous, though. Are they? Because it's like it's a natural mushroom. If you mushroom, take them in a bad mood... Oh, right, yeah. They can yeah. fuck with your head. There's people who have yeah. killed themselves. There was a guy that I remember, I remember getting told a story about them, about it. Someone ate a magic mushroom or a psychedelic of some sort. They took one and they started seeing spiders crawling all over their body. And so they got a knife and tried to stab the spiders. Oh. But they were stabbing themselves, oh. thinking they're stabbing the spiders. And they didn't feel the pain and they just bled out. They died. Jesus. They found in their room. Oh. But... I don't know how people know that if he died. Yeah. So it could be a story. What? That sounds pretty fucked up. Yeah. But like there are loads of um, mm. stories of people having like bad trips and stuff like that. And like they yeah. just see but, yeah, really bad hallucinations. Bad trips will always happen. Yeah. For me, one thing that I think should be legal is DMT. I don't know if you ever heard of I DMT. Haven't, no. So it's diamethyltryptamine. It's naturally produced by the brain. It happens... Basically, when you're dying. Okay. So when you're dying, your brain releases DMT. Yeah. And this is why some people theorize that you see your life flash before your eyes because mm -hmm. DMT is being released in your brain. Okay. Basically, there are natural plants in the Amazon jungle or Costa Rica. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's called ayahuasca. And you, 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 drink this, you drink this drug and you're meant to experience Mother Nature okay. or interdimensional diabetes. Interdimensional beings. Okay. Is what. 
But the crazy thing is everybody who takes this drug has the same experience. Oh, really? They always witness interdimensional beings. So not the same experience, but the same like category of experience. Yeah. So they're not going to see the same. Not exactly the same. Yeah. Not exactly the same. The same kind of stuff. Yeah. But what DMT is meant to do for you is it's, it's meant to put you in front of who you actually are, like the good parts and the bad parts. Okay. And it's meant to teach you like what you're meant to do with your life. See, I would like to try that. If, yeah. if it like, if it's the yeah. way that you're describing it. Well, there are plenty of people who have taken it, like the guy who runs, uh, runs London Real, for okay. example. Yeah. And Graham Hancock and uh, I'm pretty sure Elliot Hulse has done it. And uh, they always say the same thing, like, like it's good for you. It's not a recreational drug because it makes you throw up. It makes you vomit gives you diarrhea it's not something to look forward to it's something you're meant to do for like the spirit yeah so i think that's pretty interesting i think that's pretty interesting yeah. as a drug I, I think yeah i don't it shouldn't be legal but it should be available maybe to give it a go if you're yeah. medically yeah like under medical supervision yeah perhaps yeah but you know yeah. costs and stuff like that um but yeah. yeah there are just because some stuff that are bad doesn't mean they should be illegal yeah i, th- I think somewhere like portugal all drugs are decriminalized yeah. they're not exactly legal yeah but you're not going to be thrown in prison for it yeah yeah, which yeah. makes sense um we're coming up to one and a half hours so i was going to finish okay. off on yeah. this last point that's good which is do you think happiness should be the goal of life uh yeah yeah i'd say I'd say so. Um, the end goal in life. Looking back okay. on your deathbed. Yeah. Like, you know, I was happy. I mm. I had everything I wanted. Yeah. I was with everyone I wanted. That could be the macro goal in life. Yeah. But you have to reach like meso and micro goals as well. Yeah. To maybe reach that. Yeah. So yeah. your first yeah. goal was maybe to make certain amount of money in 10 years mm-hmm. and then your next goal is to buy a house get a mortgage yeah. the next goal after that is maybe you know get a promotion and all of these and then maybe start a family all of these things will lead to your happiness yeah. hopefully yeah. Or maybe not them things but for me that yeah. um, that kind of stuff general stuff for well, I would rephrase it and say fulfilment yeah because for to be fulfilled you don't necessarily have to be happy it's it's more like you can still struggle and have this almost resentment, but still be fulfilled. Yeah, I would still say happiness for me would yeah. be the goal of life. Because yeah. um, I can feel fulfilled in, let's say, I, I did everything I wanted to do with my career. Yeah. I fulfilled my dream of yeah. being like whatever I want to be. But I could still have another part of my life. That's a good point. That's not, That's a good point. not reached. So it's a difficult question. And Do you know... You know um, Dan Bilzerian. Yeah. Well, he had a London Real podcast. Okay. And uh, he basically Brian Rose asked him, what are the days you've been most happy? And he always says, like, just chilling by the beach with my friends. Yeah. You don't need any money for that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he's he's got millions. Yeah, oh, millions, so millions. rich, yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess you're right. Like, happiness probably should... Maybe, yeah. ...be the ult- ultimate... Goal of life. Yeah. The end goal. The macro. Yeah, the macro. Yeah. Great way to end the podcast. Thank you for coming on. We talked about loads and loads of great philosophical stuff, but also diet. 
I think diet's important. People diet. should do a bit more research into that. How can people find you if they want to connect with you? Uh, so I am on Instagram. Yep. I go by my account is Rodica PT UK. Yep. Um, so you can find me on there. Um, I'm posting like workout videos, tips, um, yeah. stuff like that. Stuff, stuff the, that we've been talking about today. Yeah, diet, exactly. Yeah, diet, um, exercise. What sort of exercises? Tips and tricks here. Yeah. Here so and there. I'm just showing you the way I train, the way I think most people should train, um, and why I train like that. And you know, a little bit of science in there as well. Um, yeah. Of, um, and you're looking to make more content. And stuff like yeah, that. I'm trying to put out content every week. Um, but yeah, trying to. Wicked. All right. Make a go. Up. Go give him a follow. He's got wicked tips. And uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. I really hope you take something from it. And if you did, then please leave a rating on iTunes. It really helps the show get recognized so we can grow and make more episodes like these. If you want to check out Riker, then head on over to his ugh, head on over to his Instagram at Riker Sekabati. As always, if you need a professional video or know someone who does, head on over to screenstone.com where you can get custom videos specifically for what you need. Stay tuned for episode 11 next week, where I sit down with Dale Vincent, a confidence coach who specializes in helping younger people overcome fears and become more confident people. We talk about how to overcome fears and how to become a more confident person, developing discipline, as well as talking about healthy and unhealthy romantic relationships. See you next week, and thank you all for listening.